JB and Jules for breakfast, only on Triple M. Hit subscribe now. Some sad news, some nostalgic news that got me yesterday, JB. Um, It turns out that the iPod, the humble iPod, has been discontinued after more than 20 years since it launched. Oh, my God. I know. Discontinued. Well, the iPod, it's... um are we talking about like the old, like the OG, like where you rotate your finger around the, chunky the circle thing with the wheel, the forward, the back, the it pause? Was, it was quite revolutionary. It was iconic, and it brought on many other features: the iPod Touch, all the different colors, and I suppose it changed a generation. I remember when Apple Steve Jobs first discovered, brought on the iPod at the scene. This amazing little device holds a thousand songs. And it goes right in my pocket. Oh my god! It was that's huge, man. Before yeah. that, to have that many songs right there at your fingertips, one thousand songs was unheard of. In two thousand and one, now, now mm-hmm. we take for granted with the internet. Like I can access any song in the world now. Yep. It's crazy how far it's come. So it got me thinking the devices that we use over the years. So I thought let's take a look back at the evolution of sounds. Starting things off, the year was 1954. Robert Menzies was leading Australia while finally you could talk to your favourite radio station wherever you went. The transistor radio meant loading up on batteries for a day with friends, hoping the DJ would play your favourite song. Then we moved to 1976 and the boombox was large. She was heavy, she was powerful, she was blaring at the end of the breakfast club. Don't you forget about me. The boombox had your cassette all loaded to record a whole 30 minutes of your favourite song on each side. Taking you just three years later, the year is 1979. Technology took our cassette tapes out of the house and attached them to the pocket of our flare jeans. The Walkman meant taking a bag of your favourite cassettes and fast-forwarding then rewinding, then fast-forwarding to the start of your favourite song. Then we hit the early 80s. Big hair, big tunes with the CD player. This bad boy could house your mixtapes, record it on cassettes, load up your favourite compact discs, even have an antenna out the back to hear your favourite radio shows. But careful, if there was a scratch, fighting over the best song to play with your brother or sister, it would jump. Taking you next just two years later... Two years after the invention of the CD player, the year is 1984. People wanted to get on the move with this technology. Bring in the Discman. Basically a Walkman, but way more hip, way more cool. Hip enough to go with a little denim on denim. And as we enter the new millennium, the year was 2001. Well, we had a new player, the iPod. This was a brand new music listening experience. Apple threw themselves onto the stage and we find a new way to listen with right there in our pocket, a thousand songs. We scroll the wheel over, we change the way that we listen to music and it has revolutionised the way we look at technology. But it was May 10, 2022, announced the time of death. The iPod, unfortunately, would be discontinued. And that marks the end of our evolution of sound. What will come next? Maybe a rocket. Maybe a jet, whatever it is. Maybe a microchip. Maybe a microchip. As long as it plays Triple M, we'll be all right. There you go. Rest in peace, the iPod. What else has been happening this week with JB and Jules on Bundy's Triple M? JB, I uh, noticed something on my Facebook news feed the other day. 
A poster saying, we want you for 2032. We want you for 2032. Yes. I, I'm picturing the, uh, yes, what's the his thumb, name? Yes, the political, let's let's get you, let's inscript you yeah, into the service. That's and what I was, I'm picturing. I was a little confused. It came from Tom Smith's Facebook page, uh, shared from our uh, Premier Anastasia Palaszczuk. I was a little confused, so I thought we'd get him on board and tell us what is going on. Good morning, Tom Smith. Good morning, Jodie and Joel. How are we? Oh, we are fantastic. Thank you, Tom. Now, Tom, who do you want for 32 and why? Well, what we want, you for 2032, it's obviously for Queensland's very own Olympic Games. We're looking for the next generation of athletes who are going to represent Bundy at the Brisbane Games in 2032. So it's all about getting our our talent ID on our, our young athletes, our Olympians and our Paralympians, and making sure that they've got a pathway into that Olympic Games. Right. So I saw on this post there's a list of different locations throughout regional Queensland, down the bottom, southeast Queensland was mentioned. So is this like a, a, a sort of a road show that Anastasia wants to walk around and say, you know what, you're good at high jump, you can jump up there, I'm going to take you. Is that how it's going to work? This is, this is basically Australian Idol for athletes. That's what it is. That's the best way to think about it. So um, a little bit of the voice as well, but not, not so much on the blind auditions. But this is uh, an outstanding roadshow. So it's a partnership with the uh, QAS and the Palaszczuk government going all across the state because it's going to be Queensland's Olympics. It might be held in Brisbane and in Townsville, but it's, all of, it's for all of Queensland. So we're going to find the best athletes in Queensland, and we know that we've got a whole bunch of future Olympians and Paralympians in Bundy, and we want to make sure that we're putting them on that pathway so that they can represent us for Australia at the 2032 Games. So are you sort of going around and keeping an eye on, like, if you see, like, a five-year-old that can throw a spear, you go, oh, let's start, <laughs> we'll get them, in, get them in javelin training. Is that how it's going to work, or do people register? How's it all happen? So, so the best way is um, that there's the website. So you for 2032 is the website. Punch that into Google. And it'll take you to the main website. But what we're looking for, if you're aged between 13 and 23 years old right now and this year, then you are eligible for the Olympic sports. And also for Paralympic sports, if you're aged 13 to 30 years old today, then you're eligible as well. So that's the best way. Get on there, punch it into Google, you for 2032. You might be the next athlete that's winning the gold medal and bring it back to Bundy. Well, okay. I mean, we've got Isaac Cooper, a gold medalist right here, a bronze medalist here. Uh, we've had Hallie McCombs, an amazing para-athlete here in Bundaberg. Wouldn't it be incredible to have someone here? Yeah. So when uh, can people here in Bundaberg actually be a part of the roadshow? When are we expecting to see uh, Anastasia in the team? <laughs> Anastasia will be leading the warm-ups on uh, that's, Saturday, that's the 15th of July. Great. So I imagine and wearing active wear. the 17th of July. Okay. <laughs> I imagined her in her active wear. So the 17th of July, they'll be here. That's right. So the 16th and the 17th. So we're doing the Saturday and the Sunday. And there's three time slots as well. So get on there, go through all of the information, register. And it's a great opportunity, especially for some of those sports where they're not as predominant. So yeah, we've got the boxing out there. We've got some cycling. We've got rowing. And there's lots of opportunities already in Bundy through our sports and the Wide Bay Sports Academy, Bundaberg Little Athletics. So this is a great opportunity to get your talent on show and maybe you might be on that, on that stage one day uh, holding the gold medal around your neck for Bundy. All right, Jill, what do you Like, we've got a couple of months. Do <laughs> we, we got time to prep. We, we can, I, I've got some old dinner plates. Maybe we could get dinner plates and a gun and we could practice for the, for the shooting. We could do that. Maybe. Okay, this is going right. to open up a whole can of worms. <laughs> Thank you very much for your time this morning, Tom Smith. No worries, JB and Jill. Have a great day. That was wild. 
Let's find out what else JB and Jules have been up to. But something needs to be cleared up for me, Jules. Yes, uh, JB. I was driving, so on the way home, back out to Bagara. Yes, yes, snobby Bagara folk. Mm-hmm. Uh, but was driving out by the main drag, and on your left, you drive past Kalki State School. Yes. I'm driving along past Kalki State School. I'm on the phone to my brother mm. uh, when, from my brother's side of the things, we're mid-conversation, and he, and he hears me go, what the F? Is that doing in the playground at a school? In the playground at a school, there's yep, something it, bizarre that's I'm, caught your eye. I'm, I was driving, so I was, and it was hands free, obviously. Mm-hmm. Any police listening? Doing all the right legal, thing. All yep. legal. But um, yeah, over on the left, I spot a creature, a and creature. it's in like the the field area of the school. And I'm pretty sure this is an area where kids play, and it's an open area. Did so anyone around the playground look alarmed? There was no one out. No it one was, there. Okay. It was during school time, so they were in class. So yes. there was no one near the creature, but. It was free rain. Oh, no. It seemed pretty chill. Oh, God. But okay. I don't know if it was supposed to be there. I don't know if it come from outside. Okay, I don't enough. Know You've got to tell me what it was. Pen. Have one guess. A snake. No, I wouldn't have spotted a snake. It was a massive sheep. A sheep? There was a sheep <laughs> in the middle of the Kalki State School playground, and I don't know why. <laughs> And now went, Did you go up to it? Did you tell your brother, hang on, I, I need to have a chat? I kept driving and thought, mate, I need to go to bed because this is weird. I, I went to a school that had agriculture, and so we had wildlife at the school, but never in sort of the... Did the sheep want to play in the playground? Is the that ma- what was going the on? The main area. It was right there out the front. I'm pretty certain this is an area where I've seen kids playing before. Did you follow up? Did you know if the sheep got out safe? Did, I, were the kids riding the sheep later on? Figured, like, I've got so many questions now. I figured it out, Jules. What do you call a baby sheep? A lamb. Oh, no. There's a, what do you call a baby goat? Oh, no. One of them's a kid anyway, so someone <laughs> must have just been confused and thought that's where you drop off the kids and a farmer just <laughs> left left the animal there. They're different, but they're ours. <laughs> JB and Jules on Triple M Bundy. Jules, you know I love it. I've done it a couple of times, so... Blend your own. Oh, I'd bundle your arm. You love it, mate. mate. It is an icon of our town. Nay, it is an icon of Australia. Bundaberg or arm. And some, Agreed. some exciting news. This is going gangbusters. It is officially out as of today, a brand new style of Bundaberg rum. And to tell us all about it from Bundy Rum, Duncan Littler. Good morning, mate. How you doing? Hey, JB and Jules. I'm fantastic. Thanks for having me this morning. Tantalise no our taste buds. It mm. might, be, might be a little bit early unless you're a pirate, but uh, tell us all about this new brand of Bundy rum. Well, mate, the doors are open here at the distillery, and we're selling the uh, the, the new Bundaberg Rum Campfire Rum from uh, from the distillery this morning. Uh, the feedback has been off the charts, so uh, we are incredibly excited that we're able to open the doors and, and finally get this rum that uh, that people have been asking about for a long time into people's hands. So, what's happened, Duncan? Duncan, have people been banging on the doors of the distillery saying we want this? How has this all worked? Well, we started talking about this just a couple of weeks ago via our social channels, and it it went ballistic. Uh, you know, people have been incredibly excited about it. What we've got is uh, the first new rum in a new limited edition campfire series that uh, that I think we'd uh, we'd all agree is landing just in time as we start to see that cooler weather starting to roll in. Yeah, perfect. So, is it just its own rum, or does it come in any premixed, or what's the idea? So it's a rum and it's a premix, and that's what's really exciting. So uh, this is a rum, big bold rum that's been infused with the flavours of burnt butterscotch and toasted macadamia. It is incredibly delicious. You can drink it over ice uh, around the campfire or add a splash of colour. 
But we've also, too, made it even more convenient for you. It's, uh, it's coming out in a pre-mixed form as well, already mixed uh, with cola. So perfect for those winter camping trips. Oh, now, getting around the fire, that would be perfect. Duncan, how does this happen? So who comes up with the ideas to start with? Is it just anyone involved in Bundaberg Rum can just throw up their hand and go, hey, got an idea, I want this? Or how, how do these even get born? <clears throat> Well, we, we were sitting around uh, just talking about who doesn't actually like sitting around a campfire or a fire pit with your mates. And we thought, you know what, there's, there's probably only one thing that could make that occasion even better. And that's if you had a rum that had been perfectly crafted for that moment. So that's when we, uh, when we got thinking and we started, uh, I guess, throwing a few ideas around. And that's where the idea came about from uh, blending these three great flavours together. Who doesn't love rum? butterscotch or macadamia and the great thing is when you when you put them together you get a fantastic drop which is just absolutely perfect for drinking with your mates while you're sitting under the stars i'm curious to know are you guys open to other suggestions oh yeah like mm. oh, we're, we're always open you're making my job easy <laughs> what, what have you got thought i was me? making it harder well if we throw <laughs> some other flavors out there is anything the world our oyster Oh, ab- absolutely. Throw us at it. Throw, okay. throw it at us and uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see uh, see what you got. Okay. Right, Jules, we're taking a bit on, Jules. Now we're going to have to come up with rum flavours. We're I mean, training I am for the Olympics. I am putting my hand up for um, potential taste testing, if that's an option, Duncan. Oh, that, that, yeah. Duncan, send bottles of this <laughs> anytime you like. You know where we are at the Triple M Studios. It is out as of now. You said it's there uh, at the distillery itself. Can people get it in bottles and stuff too? Yeah, so it's added the story from today. What you're going to see over the coming weeks is that it will be available at all your favourite bottle shops around Bundaberg, but also to all around Australia. Beautiful wonderful stuff. Well, if you uh, can't wait to get your hands on it, make sure you're going into the distillery and say hello to our wonderful local team. Duncan Littler, thank you very much. Can't wait to try it. No worries, guys. Thanks for having me. Subscribe now and stay up to date. JB and Jules on Triple M Bundy. Countdown is officially on the 21st of May. The federal election is on. Just over a week until you can get your democracy sausage. Yep, and maybe vote for who's going to be in charge of our country. Oh, yeah, that too. Uh, But pre-polling is now open. Mm -hmm. Plenty of people getting in and voting. And something that I've noticed about this election and something that has disappointed me continuously is the fact that none of the candidates have catchy slogans. I know. Remember back in 07? Kevin 07. Kevin 07. I think without Kevin 07, he never would have become Prime Minister. I could not tell you a single policy, but I do know the slogan. Kevin 07. And these are the things people remember. And Mm. so I thought, you know what? They're obviously busy. They're campaigning. So I've put together for every single one of our six local local candidates, Mm -hmm. I've put together some positive slogans for all of them. It's fair. It's even. They've all got a good slogan. Great. They might use them, they might not. We'll start things off with Christy Nash. Yep. If you want the government to stop wasting your cash, vote one now for Christy Nash. <laughs> yeah. I like the rhyme there. Yeah, like, well, most yeah, of good. them are rhyming. Oh, great poetry. Uh, Jack Dempsey, yep. independent. The others don't know Jack, but you do. Ooh. Oh, yeah. see, you see what I did there? Yeah, a double a, meaning. Yeah, because, they, yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> the incumbent, Keith Pitts. He's kept our town fighting and fit, so keep your trust with our Keith Pitt. Clever. So good. Simple, effective. Yep. Uh, Zach Manhennet. Yep. Before voting for the big parties, why not pause for a Manhennet? (laughs) Minute Manhennet. Yeah, I get it. (laughs) Uh, Now, I know Andrew McLean is how you explain it, but... For rhyming's sake, I'm going to call him McLean. Okay. Uh, he's for the Greens. The only way to keep our country green is to put your trust in Andrew McLean. <laughs> but it is McLean. So, so good. Last but not least, because it's all dead even, 
Jason Skeynes. The others can all be real pains. So vote one now for Jason Skeynes. Sensational. Are they going to take you up on them? I dare say they're mad if they don't. So whoever does take it on, probably got my vote. What else has been happening this week with JB and Jules on Bundy's Triple M? Round them up, JB. We are so impressed by the amazing sporting talent right here in Bundaberg. And we have another one joining us on the line, Ruby Rollins. Good morning. And congratulations, mate. You have just made the state team for soccer. Yes, I have. I went up to Cairns last week. Yeah. Yeah. And I was up there and we played uh, for three days. The last day got rained out, unfortunately. But we played six games in total against all the teams in the state. And I got chosen to be the keeper for the state team. The keeper. So you're a goalkeeper. You must have had a pretty good record up there in Cairns. Yeah, I did. So there was 173 shots on goal in six games for only 19 goals. Wow. wow. So, That's awesome. That's you a are, great effort. Yeah. You're also, Ruby, the only girl representing regional Queensland. How does that feel to be flying the flag? It does. It feels great. It feels good to come from a regional town and be able to play with some of the best girls in the state to represent all the girls out here in Bundy and the regional football pathway that I've been provided with playing for a team in Bundaberg. So, so what, team, really good. what team were you playing for? Was there a wide bay team that went up to Cairns and which other teams were you sort of versing in this competition? So I played for Wide Bay, yep. and we played uh, the Met teams, so Met West, North, and East, and then Gold Coast, and then there's a Capricornia team and a Darling Downs team, and then two teams from up north, so Northern and Peninsula. Incredible. Mm-hmm. And how are the nerves? How are you feeling to take on uh, the Sydney comp in September? Oh, look, obviously I'm very nervous, but I think I'm more excited than anything. Um, it'll be a good chance to show off my skills and what I what I can do. So, yeah. Well, with 19 a goal scored from 173 shots on goal. Pretty good odds, isn't it? Now, That's amazing. Ruby, I've watched a few soccer games before, and the goalkeeper, they um, throw a bit at their defenders and the players. Are you known for throwing a bit of chat at uh, <laughs> your teammates just ahead of you? Yeah, look. you got to boss them around. all about communication, yeah. You've got to boss them around, to be honest. That's Really all you got to do <laughs> big, big part of goalkeeping. And then it's hard. She finishes the game. She goes home and she's yelling at family members and friends. <laughs> Just leave that it on position. the field. What are you doing over there? Get in there. <laughs> oh, mate, we wish you all the best, Ruby. I uh, remember the name, Ruby Rollins. A big congratulations on making the Queensland team and representing not only Wide Bay, not only Bundy, but all of regional Queensland. Good on you and good luck in September. Thank you. They're different, but they're ours. <laughs> JB and Jules on Triple M Bundy. JB, I have a couple currently living in my humble abode. Yep. Uh, uh, a French Canadian has joined the family. Yeah, so you've got a housemate and mm-hmm. her partner is French Canadian, been mm-hmm. living over in Canada for the last couple of years, but they got married. Yes, and now, last Saturday. Now here he is under your roof. So yes. you used to talk French together. That'd be nice. Oh, a little bit. I've been a little bit shy, but we'll get there. We'll warm up. But oh. um, it was, it's been interesting watching him observe Australia, Queensland, Bundy from fresh eyes. From Never someone been here lives, before. No, on the other side of the world. And he had a lot of questions, so I'd like to introduce JF's questions. Okay, I like foreigner questions. What's he got for us? He stumped me to the point I need to take this to the show and try and figure out an answer to these questions. Last yeah. night, there was an ad that came up on the telly and it was talking about one of the amazing fast food places, Hungry Jack's. 
Okay, okay. Has, hang on. Isn't that... Isn't that Burger King? Isn't it the exact same logo? They're selling the same things, selling yeah. the same burgers. I don't understand. Yeah. Who is Jack? Why is he hungry? Why is it not the same thing? And it's not Burger King here in Australia. Do you know I can actually answer this one for you? You can? Yeah, I can answer Are this Are you one kidding me? No, so I was watching the NBL Grand Final the other night, and it's sponsored by Hungry Jacks. Right. And um, they cut to the crowd because yeah. there was a uh, cause there was a guy who, the guy who started Hungry Jacks in Australia, and his name is Jack. Really? So his name is Jack. In 1971, uh, he started he started Hungry Jacks, and he basically got all the rights to Burger King, and he just stole it, rebranded it. He oh. didn't steal it. He, well, works, he paid money for it. He yeah. works with them, mm. uh, but his name's Jack, and he was hungry, so he went, "I'll make it." Hungry Jacks in Australia. So he's like, I'm hungry. We're, we're going to fix this problem with a bit of burgers. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, exactly. I didn't think we would be able to answer that question. We're off to a flyer. Yeah, well, yeah, next time I probably won't and the people can help us, but... I hope so. JS Questions, it kicks off. That's it for now. Catch JB and Jules weekday mornings from 6 to 9 a.m. on Triple M Bundy or subscribe here to get all the best bits.